0: Over well, the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Yo, welcome to the gas cast. This is Gabe. And I told y'all, I told y'all Monday was a great day for basketball. We got to see the Warriors play against the Nuggets. Steph dropping a 50 burger on these folks heads like holy smoke. He played absolutely out of his mind. I think he had an ESPN doc 30 for 30 at halftime. Half. 30 points. So he he was fire hot in that game. Unfortunately, unfortunately for the Nuggets, we got an injury to one of their key players, Jamal Murray. Uh, he has torn his ACL I believe it's it's a knee injury did I see the injury happen no I did not because I heard about it and I am a little squeamish I'm not gonna lie like I've seen enough injuries in my life I I saw Kevin Ware live I saw Paul George live I saw Anderson Silva live I don't want to see any more injuries I've I'm on the internet, so I will see some crazy things. and I plan on watching sports for the rest of my life, so I will see more. But unless I see it happen, if I hear about it and it sounds gruesome, not watching that shit. I'm not doing it. But yes, that sucks for uh, Jamal Murray. I hope for a speedy recovery, but also the Nuggets. Now, here's the thing. This might not happen hamper their championship aspirations all the way. Here's my reasoning. <clears throat> Nikolai Jokic is the best player on that team. He might be the best player in the NBA. He might be rewarded as such being the MVP this year. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, he's dang near averaging a triple-double, has the highest assist percentage for a center, are the highest assist uh, per game for a center all time. Um, he's shooting dang near 50, 40, 90 splits. I think he'll get the MVP. So he's playing out of his mind. Jamal Murray, he was kind of in a slump early in the year, but he started coming along, and we saw what he can do in the playoffs. He's explosive. But then you have Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. was sitting in that third spot as the third guy. Now, If we look at teams throughout history, that third guy, whether if they were a star in another place, whenever they become the third guy on a really good team, of course your stats suffer, but not only that, just the possessions, the time that you have the ball suffers. So Michael Porter Jr. being that incredible talent that he is, maybe his potential Hasn't been able to be realized being that he's been the third guy with the ball. And whenever you are that third guy, either you take off and you shoot it whenever you get it. But if you're a good teammate, you're still looking for good passes and whatnot, just trying to make a play. So with Jamal Murray being out, that pushes Michael Porter Jr. to be in that second guy. And we've seen him put up Kevin Durant type percentages with his shooting efforts. We've seen him shoot. 50% from the floor, 40% from three, 30-point games. I mean, in the bubble, he was absolutely outstanding. And he's had some outstanding games so far this season. So I am very much interested to see how Michael Porter Jr. um, plays now that he'll have uh, extra possessions, extra touches, being the second guy for this Nuggets team. And then whenever Jamal Murray comes back, which with the ACL injury, that will likely be next year. He's probably done for the rest of this year. Um, we'll see how far he and Jokic can push it in the playoffs. And whenever Murray comes back, maybe they move Murray to being that third guy, or maybe they even trade Murray. See what they can get for him. I mean, earlier in, in the year, whenever Harden was talking about getting traded from the Rockets, there were some rumors saying that they – would possibly trade him to the Nuggets or they just said it'd be interesting to see if he went to the Nuggets and I believe like Nuggets people were like no we want to keep Murray obviously that's a mistake Harden's way better than Murray but if he's garnering Harden type value I'd be interested to see what they could get for him if they decide that Michael Porter Jr. is going to be their second star So, that was the Denver game. Oh, yeah, other games that happened on Monday. The Kings game versus the Pelicans. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, 43 points. Brandon Ingram, 34. Zion Williamson, 30. Told you, it'd be a great game. 76 ers Joel Embiid, 36-7. and Dominating, dominating the Mavericks. But Luka Doncic, he dropped a 30-piece of his own. Uh, the Lakers, of course, they fell to the Knicks. I think Kyle Kuzma, yeah, this was his return game. He had 14 points. Schroeder had 21. Uh, Julius Randle playing against his former team. Hey, y'all picked Brandon Ingram and uh, Lonzo Ball and all these guys basically over me. Y'all kept Kuz and look at what I'm doing now on the Knicks. That's what Julius Randle is saying to his former team. Balling out for the Knicks and the Grizzlies Bulls, uh, Zach Levine twenty one points. That young with twenty, he's he's become underrated. That young shout out to him. He's from Memphis, he's a Memphis boy. And the Grizzlies, they get the win over the Bulls. Valanchunas with twenty six, John Morant thirteen and ten, a little double double action. Dylan Brooks with seventeen. It was a fun game, and then uh, the Suns take over the Rockets. Now, for last night. Uh, run in the mill. a couple of games. I think the most exciting game was probably the Celtics-Blazers game. At the end, it came down to one point where Marcus Smart, he was on the free throw line. He decided to miss the second free throw. Damian Lillard gets the rebound. They crowd him for a double team. I think it was less than two seconds on the clock. Heaves it up, miss. Celtics escape with a win. Very smart play on his on uh, the Celtics part, and on to a game that was supposed to happen on Monday, but ended up being postponed because of the drama that is going on in Minnesota. The Nets versus the Timberwolves. This game, exciting. Depends on what you call exciting. I mean, we did have uh, some high-scoring nights from some of our star players, but I think at one point the Nets held a 46-point lead, which is insane. Uh, Kevin Durant, 27 minutes. The man had 31 points. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? What are you supposed to do with that? There's nothing you can do with that. And on the other side, Anthony Edwards, He had 27 of his own. Uh, D'Lo had 15, but the Timberwolves just could not compete with the Nets. Now, a hilarious, a hilarious clip came out recently of Anthony Edwards uh, getting questioned, uh, I believe, in postgame. And they asked about Aledra Rodriguez. And they asked, uh, how do you feel about him owning the team? And Anthony Edwards was like, Who the fuck is that guy? A fan. What do you mean? Like, who is he? The baseball player? Alex Rodriguez? Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't know. Okay. I know he's going to be the owner, but I don't, I don't, I don't know about baseball. Yeah, well, I mean, we share the same sentiment. So, of course, his on-the-court play, I mean, he's dunking on guys. He's just pulling up for three. He has a smooth jumper. I mean, the percentages have not come along as well as I'm sure he'd like, but I promise you, they will come along. He is an excellent talent, and with LaMelo Ball being out for the rest of the season, he might have enough to come up and scratch and claw his way to being rookie of the year. So we shall see. I think right now he's averaging about 18 points. Like I said, not shooting as great But with Wiseman injured, Halliburton injured, all the other rookies not really making any noise, and Ball injured, um, I think that this is just his, this is his year. This is his opportunity to win Rookie of the Year. So we shall see. Anthony Edwards, I'm rooting for you. I love how you play. But uh, that is all I have for today. Thanks for listening. Oh, by the way, Zach has not abandon the podcast. My man has been feeling under the weather. Uh, Zebo, I wish for you a speedy recovery. I can't wait to get an episode in. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace.